Welcome to the groundbreaking podcast that will reshape your life. Get ready for an inspiring journey of self-discovery and personal transformation. This is Redesign Your Reality with me, your host, the seasoned entrepreneur and spiritual guide, Randy Lyman. Hello, Secrets of Change. I'm Randy Lyman, and I'm excited to welcome you to a place where we embark on a transformative adventure together. On Redesign Your Reality, we're going to dive deep into the art and understanding of personal transformation and emotional healing. Are you ready to break free from the chains of limiting beliefs, unlock your true potential, and create a reality that resonates with your deepest desires? I've been on this journey myself for over three decades, and now I want to share my insights with you. As a successful entrepreneur and spiritual guide, I've learned that the key to a happy and successful life lies within the power of our emotions. But it's not just about me. Redesign Your Reality is about you and the incredible guests we'll be bringing on board. We're talking to experts who have mastered the art of emotional healing, manifestation, and spiritual evolution. Together, we'll explore the realms of possibility and provide you with the tools to embark on your own transformational journey. Are you ready to challenge the status quo, rewrite your story, and create a life that aligns with your deepest passions? If so, you're in the right place. Grab your headphones, open your mind, and join us on Redesign Your Reality. Because guess what? A happy and successful life is not a distant dream. It's actually closer than you think. So Randy, why don't we talk about happiness as an emotion? And how does that compare to joy? Well, happiness is, in a way, contentment kind of on steroids. So when we're content, no worries. When we're happy, we're beyond that. We have something actually good that makes us happy. Content is no negative. Happy is positive things. I get to experience my pets, my children, my family, my friends I enjoy, I get sports I enjoy, whatever that might be, art. And I'm having an experience that takes me beyond the neutral contentment to an experience that really fulfills me in a way. So joy and happiness, I guess happiness could be maybe in the moment and joy is an overall feeling that stays with me longer or I'm in a, I'm in a state of constant happiness, which is maybe called joy. I don't know that I'd really discern the difference. All I care is I'm in either one of them and I'm good to get beyond the contentment to get to a place without all my negative coming up. Even if it's for a moment, even if it's for an hour, even if it's for a day and a half, sometimes we need a break from all those challenges and all the emotional healing I always talk about. We need a break and say, okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to have gratitude. I'm going to spend time with my family and friends, and I'm going to do what reminds me of why I'm here going through the pain so I can experience some of the better things in life. I don't mean just... Uh, expensive things or trips or things we wish for. I just mean the everyday daily things that bring us joy, that make us happy, that bring us closer to nature, that bring us closer to source, that bring us closer to our family and our friends. So I've heard a lot about happiness shouldn't really be the goal. Should we be striving for happiness? Is happiness something that you just can choose to be? Or are you trying to strive for happiness? So we're striving for a level of consciousness where we are not taken away from our happiness by outside events. 
So when the outside world happens to us, which it always does, then we have the choice to decide how we're going to respond. We can say, I'm not going to react. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to respond. And when we, get, when we become evolved enough through enough of our negative emotions that we realize that the challenges are a gift, then we can look directly in the face of challenges and say, okay, there's another challenge. There's a gift here somewhere. And I'm happy. I, I had issues I had to deal with last week where we had to dig up a, a, an underground water valve in the dry uh, Arizona clay. And it took hours to do. But was it a problem? No, it's just something else to do. And I was happy that I had the tools to do it and the help to do it. They did most of the work. And we got it done. So otherwise, I could have been pissed. Oh, my God, we got to do all this. If I had things inside of me, all the emotional wounds inside of me that are being reactivated. So the goal is to get to a place of choosing to see the gift in every challenge because we're always going to have the challenge. Choosing to see the gift in, oh, I'm not feeling so well now. My energy is bad. I have uh, a broken knee. I have my car's broken. I um, lost money because I made a bad decision somewhere, whatever it might be. Our happiness depends on our choice as to how we respond, not as to what happens to us. So the goal is to become clear enough through processing our old emotional wounds that it's easy to choose to be happy in the face of any challenge. What are some practical steps that someone can follow or use to help them really lean into happiness in the moment as opposed to allowing another emotion to take hold? Gratitude is the fastest way for me and for anybody I've ever talked to because we always have something to be grateful for. I'm alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I made it through this situation that really sucked, but I'm alive and I made it through it and things are going to get better. And even when things are awful, we still have our life. We're still breathing breath. We still have the opportunity to make better of our situation. And, and if we're the average person in many places in the world and definitely in this country, somehow, even if I'm only getting a few meals a week, I'm still getting meals. I still have opportunity. I still have a place to sleep, even if it's under, even if it's in a doorway. Do I wish that for somebody? Am I happy they're having that experience? No. But it may be better than the experience they're having yesterday. And if they can have a glimmer of hope to see where they can be and believe it, then they can have gratitude for the opportunity and say, I think I can do this. Mm-hmm. And I have my life. And we always have that. We always have our life and we always have the ability to observe where we're at. No matter the the stories our mind makes up, no matter the emotions we feel, we can step back, take a step back in our mind and observe where we're at. And once we do that, we automatically come more into the present moment where things don't look so bad. I don't know how that works, but I've done it. I've been in situations where I'm like, oh, this really sucks. And I say, okay, let's step back and look at it. Is it that bad right now? Is it, even if it hurts, even if it's painful, even if I'm sick, even if I'm in danger of some sort, is it that bad? And the, ob- the observer never feels bad about the moment. The mind makes up stories about the future, but the part of my mind that observes always has the ability to find something good about the moment or at least realize it's not that bad. And I can have gratitude for that. It's practice. It doesn't come easily. It takes time before we can recognize things to be grateful for and we can actually recognize the feeling of gratitude, but that's always there. 
Why do you think that happiness is sometimes threatening to people? I've actually heard others say, oh, that person's always so happy. They can't be for real. Like, they've got to be fake. There's no way that they're happy all the time. Why does that seem so threatening or unrealistic to some? Because then they feel like they've done something wrong, and why can't they be happy? It brings up their anger about not being happy. It brings up their feeling of being inadequate. It brings up their feeling of... Now you've made it obvious that I'm not happy. It must be something wrong with me because you're happy. And they don't want to feel that. Yeah. And, you know, I've noticed, I've heard, you know, I was in the Dominican Republic for the entire summer. And there are a lot of people there that have nothing, right? Compared to how we live here in the States, they barely have shoes. A lot of them are walking around barefoot. Their clothes are all raggedy. And yet you could see the happiness. You could see it's probably joy. And I do think that there's a difference between joy and happiness in the sense that joy being is joy is the fruit of the spirit, right? But why do you think that there are people literally in third world countries who are happier with less than we are here in the United States? Expectations. They are not comparing themselves and saying, I'm not happy because of these reasons. They don't even know those things exist, that we think that we need in order to be happy. We're taught that our happiness comes from material accomplishment, owning material things, having material experiences. But if you, when I go to other countries and I myself and I see people who have less than I do, they have their family, they have food, they have shelter, they have they find a way to have fun. I've seen kids in a, in a back alleyway or, or field in India with a crappy ball made out of fabric sewn together to kick around and they're having fun. They're happy because they're not told that they're not taught that they can only be happy by getting better grades or by accomplishing material things. Uh, the, the accomplishing the accumulation of material things. They're not taught that they can be happy by competing and winning. They're taught that life is beautiful just in breathing and getting through the day and having people to spend our life with. And when we share that with somebody else, we share our happiness of just seeing a friend and we can stop and be in the moment and not be in our head, like, then we can feel it. When we have expectations run our head, we're, when we have expectations, we feel lack. And if we're not taught that we're missing anything, then we're not missing anything. I really want to get deeper into this topic of success and happiness, especially in, you know, Western countries where we feel like when I achieve this, this next milestone, this next milestone, I'm going to be happy when. Why is it that we think that happiness is tied to outcomes and success? And is it really? And Because we believe that happiness is a state we can reach and keep. And it is really a decision. Am I happy where I'm at now? Can I find happiness? Can I find gratitude? Where have I been? Where do I have the opportunity to go? What do I have today I can be happy for? It has nothing to do with the material world outside of us. You said it. It's a decision. It it's is absolutely simple. a decision. It's a decision we make every day until, until the decision becomes a habit. When the decision to become happy becomes a habit, then it, then it is. And people sometimes make fun of me. I ask, how, how are you doing? I said, every day is a great day. Do you really mean that? Yeah, I really mean that because I've decided that and I've lived that and I've been through so many challenges. I'm thankful to be where I am today with still with challenges, still with problems. But knowing that my 
connection with source and my belief in good and my belief in how the law of attraction works and responds to me and that God wants the best for me, when I know that, then it's easy to believe in good and to have a great day. One thing you said early on is that happiness has a correlation to being content. I think it's important to discuss how content does not equate being complacent. Because I think a lot of people think, oh, I'm content. Well, no, you're just being complacent. They're two very different things. Absolutely. Please, let's talk about why why they're different, what makes them different. Well, content says I have everything I need and want. And complacent says I don't have everything I need or want, but I'm going to pretend I'm happy. I'm going to try and be try and be happy here. If I'm truly in a place where I don't need those things and I don't want those things, want for those in a desire with a desire that makes me feel empty or missing them, then I am truly content. But if I'm complacent, that means I still have the desire, but I'm not going to acknowledge it. I still have the need, but I'm not going to acknowledge it. I still don't know how to get there, and I'm going to decide not to acknowledge that I'm not there, rather than saying, I bet you I can find a way to get from the good place I'm at now to a better place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I was listening to a sermon a while back about how a lot of people reach the old age, and they're like grumpy old men, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that they were never content at any point in their life, right? They just reach old age, they've never been content, versus the person that's older and is happy, it's like I was able to enjoy those moments and live life happily in the moment that I was in. I agree with that 100%. They didn't live in the moment, but also a part of them believed that they knew the rules, and if they followed the rules that society taught them, then they would earn happiness, and they would earn the happiness they deserve by being a good boy or good girl and following the rules. And the rules were all bullshit. Mm-hmm. You said it. <laughs> the rules were, were just not real. Mm-hmm. The, the rules that we were taught about structure and authority and all those things, those don't matter. What matters is good winds and law of attraction is going to respond to us, to our thoughts, our actions, and our feelings. And when we learn to control our thoughts in a way, not control, to guide our thoughts and to work with our thoughts in a positive way, when we learn to interact with our body and the environment in a positive way, and we learn to interact with our emotions in a positive way of healing all wounds, those are the rules. And when we do those things, then we get to create life. It's That's not what we were taught. That's not what our parents were taught. And that's certainly not what our grandparents were taught. Mm-hmm. So joy and happiness. Happiness really seems to be a decision versus joy is a state of being based on living into this fruit of the spirit, which is an entire... It's almost like something that transcends comprehension, perhaps? Well, it's semantics, and the way you're describing it with, I can agree with 100%. Mm -hmm. Other people might have different definitions for happiness and joy, but the way you've described it, of joy being more joyous and having a higher level of happiness and, and more positive emotions than just happiness itself and, and joy or being joyous, being above that. I can agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, it's semantics. Somebody else might put happiness above joy, but the way you've described it, I agree with mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think that joy, I don't know that joy is a choice, but happiness seems to be a choice. Happiness is a choice and goal, and joy could be a goal, but it's always a temporary goal. It's always mm-hmm. a temporary achievement because we're going to have to experience more challenges. Life is about the challenges and we can't just get to the state of happiness or even joy and stay there. We don't want to. That becomes boring and then we don't grow and then we're not happy. Yeah. Any last words about happiness in general and just how someone can 
pursue that. It's not that far away. It starts mm-hmm. with gratitude, and gratitude at first is not easy, but when we stop once in a while, more and more often, hopefully daily, eventually, and we look at the things we're grateful for, then God will bring us more things to be grateful for. And that brings us happiness, it brings us faith, and eventually that brings us the hope and puts us in a place where we're willing to look more at the world from a positive point of view. Fantastic. Thanks for joining us on this transformative journey today. If you've enjoyed Redesign Your Reality, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if this podcast has made a positive impact on your life, we'd love to hear about it. Your opinion matters. Leave us a review and share your thoughts. Your feedback fuels our mission to help more people redesign and improve their realities. Until next time, stay inspired, stay empowered, and continue redesigning your own reality. Your support means the world to us.